Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. It's all very, very cheeky. <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from OK Extension 238 who says, am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend? I'd rather be alone and suffer in my apartment than go with him to visit his mum. So I, 23 male, hate my boyfriend's 24 male family with a passion. I can't stand them. They're the most condescending, judgmental assholes I've ever had the displeasure of knowing. It all started when I first met them. They talked about my looks and how I could improve it by losing weight, cutting my hair and stop eating like a pig. I'm 188 centimeters tall and 80 kilograms. I go to the gym a lot and I would consider myself fit. They have shit on my job because they think I'm not good enough to be a doctor and I work too much. His mother is the one that says all of this and the rest agree with her. It has gotten to the point where I'm dreading every birthday, Christmas or any other celebration because I have to see them again. My boyfriend have told them to stop but they always say I'm too sensitive and need to relax. Last time I met them, they told my boyfriend that he should dump me and find a man that's better for him. I was sitting next to him when it happened. So his mum got into an accident and had to go to the hospital I'm working at and my boyfriend told me to help her and make sure she gets the best care. I told my co-workers and they assured me that I can't be on her case and that I wouldn't need to be near her at all. My boyfriend and his family begged me that I should visit her and make sure she is okay on my break and I refused. I said I'd rather be alone in my apartment and suffer than to visit his mum with him or without him. I can't fucking stand that woman. He and his family have been messaging me non-stop telling me I'm a bad doctor for not wanting to help a patient. But the thing is, she's not my patient, so am I the arsehole. Edit in Sweden, it's five years of med school. Then you become an intern, I think it's called in the US. After you're done with that, you can specialize in whatever field you like. I'm working in a surgical hospital and I started my studies half a year before I turned 17. And it's an absolute not the arsehole from me. You're not obligated to see these people at all. You don't owe them nothing. They've treated you like shit time and time again by the sounds of it. I'm not sure why you go to these family events when you know you're going to be treated like crap, openly disrespecting you time and time again. And like a lot of stories we cover from disrespect from mother-in-laws or family and stuff like that, it's, it's always comes up that, you know, your boyfriend is just as bad as disrespecting you as the rest of his family. He's sitting there and letting it happen. Sure, you said he's tried to confront it once, but nothing really happened. And the family just told you you're too sensitive and need to relax. And then they go and say that the boyfriend should dump you and find a man that's better for him. And he was sitting right next to you when that happened and apparently didn't say nothing. 
putting myself in the boyfriend's position and seeing like my family disrespect you like that i wouldn't be able to sit there and tolerate that it's just absolutely rude awful behavior and then they have the cheek to message you non-stop telling you you're a bad doctor for not wanting to help a patient when you know yourself that she's getting the care that she needs and you can't be on her case anyway yeah it's a not the arsehole from me but we do have an update to this story and we'll cover a couple of those comments first so bear cub says not the arsehole his family sounds awful and i don't blame you your problem though is really with your boyfriend he should not be allowing them to treat you this way or at least never make you be around them you may want to reevaluate this relationship. Opie replies saying, we have had countless conversations about this and he agrees with me and have told them off. I've also said that if our relationship is gonna work, he needs to accept that I won't ever be near his family. Now that he has been calling and texting nonstop to visit his mother, just me, after all the things she said, I told him what we have talked about before. That being said, I am a doctor and I do have obligations, but my obligations are not to her. I can't be a doctor to someone I have personal connections to. My co-workers have told me she has been bad-mouthing me to them, so there is no way in hell that I'm visiting that woman. Queen of Wasps says she's not your patient. Besides, often a doctor won't look after family members because it's much harder and awkward. Besides, apparently being a doctor isn't good enough for your partner's family, but it sure is now, huh? Not the arsehole. The sci-fi guy 80 says not the arsehole, but why are you still with him? It doesn't look like he is willing to cut off from his family. This is going to be a lifelong issue and I don't think it's worth your mental health. Stella says so says not the arsehole. You have zero obligation to cater to her. She has been vile and your boyfriend is allowing it by not putting his foot down. Him even asking you to show her kindness when she refuses to do the same shows his priorities and lack of backbone. And one more from Orr who says not the arsehole. Sounds like my sister and her mother-in-law. She just doesn't go to their house. It's the only way to make the marriage work. Her husband gets to see his family and she gets a few days of peace and quiet alone in the house. It's a win-win. See if it might work for you. Make sure to point out that it is the best thing for your mental health right now. So then the update came in 23 days later, which said, so I thought I would give you guys an update, but before that, thank you all for the kind words and support. His mum was fine. She was not in any danger at all. My colleagues told me how much shit she talked about me and how much better he could do than some wannabe doctor. I was fuming. She and her family had been begging me to visit her and and she was still talking shit about me. So I went to her room demanding to know what her problem was. Well, she didn't like me because I'm in her words too masculine to be with her son and he needs to find someone that's not. Lol. I told my boyfriend and He was mad at first, but kind of agreed with her and told me it wouldn't hurt me to try and be less masculine. All I said was that if he's trying to make me change who I am, then there is no reason to be with me anymore. He told me that's not what he wanted and that he loves me. So I told him like so many of you did, that if he wants me, then he needs to go low contact with her and I'm going to go full no contact. He told me that it's not fair and that I was being unreasonable. I'd made my choice though and in the end, we broke up. To be honest, I'm not even heartbroken. I have my job, good friends and a family that loves me. I've gotten texts from him telling me he misses me but I've just ignored them. In the end, I'm happy I think and it's for the better. And in some ways, I kind of saw that coming. Not the whole masculine thing, them breaking up though. I think I saw that one coming, especially with the comments on the first post. Around the ones that I read, it was a lot of, you know, this relationship just isn't going to last with 
the way boyfriend is acting and defending his family, etc. But what do you guys think? Could you ever see that relationship working in any kind of way? Was he ever going to do it? Would mum ever back down? I don't think so, but let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story is coming from a throwaway account, which says, am I the asshole for being a burden on my sister? Not from the United States, so sorry for bad English. When I, 21 male, was a kid, my mum passed away and my sister, 28 female, was basically my maternal figure. This happened when I was six and my dad goes to work at 5am and only comes back around 11pm. My sister usually took care of me. She sacrificed a lot to take care of me and she spoiled me a lot too. Despite my dad telling her not to worry about cooking, she would always come home from school and cook and she was the one who helped me pack for school trips. My dad and I are really grateful to her and as she always says she wouldn't have done anything different. She was basically my mum. I'm very close with her. She calls me daily and checks in on me and does the same with my dad. Once again, for my dad and I, we couldn't imagine life without her. We both feel really bad about her sacrificing her childhood, but she insists she didn't sacrifice anything and she still did stuff and all she did extra was cook and help take care of me. But that's a huge responsibility that me and my dad acknowledge. My sister and her girlfriend, 24 female, I've been in a relationship for two to three years. I recently moved to my sister's city after transferring to her college. I went to visit her and her girlfriend and catch up over lunch since it's been six to seven months since I've seen my sister. This was the first time meeting her girlfriend. When I saw my sister and met her girlfriend, everything was normal. My sister invited me to visit their apartment whenever I had a chance. My sister asked me if I wanted some of her home-cooked meals she made for me as a kid. And I smiled and asked her if she could make me one of my favorites. I loved my sister's cooking and I was really happy she offered. Her girlfriend's face contorted, but she didn't say anything. My sister got called into a work emergency at a hospital and told me and her girlfriend to continue lunch without her and finish meeting each other. As soon as my sister left, her girlfriend's attitude started changing. She told me my sister always spoke so fondly of me and all I seemed like was a burden and how my dad and I were misogynistic and brainwashed my sister to be our servant. She, girlfriend, said she's my sister, a victim who doesn't realize she's a victim. She said so many hurtful things and said I came back into my sister's life and even now I'm being a burden by asking her to cook for me. We both left, but it didn't end there. She messaged me on Instagram with more of the same stuff. She said, if I care about my sister, I won't tell her the conversation we had since girlfriend was just looking out for my sister and I would slowly take me and my dad out of my sister's life. I feel so bad. I never wanted my sister to lose her childhood or be my servant. The more I think about it, the more I think maybe her girlfriend is right. So am I the asshole for being a burden on my sister her entire life? Should I slowly distance myself from her? What do I do to let her live her Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Own life. And we'll start off with Solitary Tea Party, who says, Not the asshole. Tell your sister immediately. Her girlfriend is trying to alienate her from her family and is likely controlling her other relationships as well. You aren't a burden, and the girlfriend sounds like the sort of poison you don't want anywhere near your sister who seems like a very kind person. You have written proof that the girlfriend is harassing you and manipulating your sister. I recommend you send it to your sister. I hope he replies then, but what if it ruins their relationship? My sister seems happy with her and I don't want to once again be the reason she sacrifices it. Knowing my sister, there's a good chance she may end it because she tends to be overprotective of me. Plus she ends up denying herself happiness. Solitary Tea Party replies again to that saying, Look, the girlfriend is going behind your sister's back to remove you from her life. That's toxic behavior. She is emotionally manipulative and controlling, likely in more ways than you know. Your sister may be happy now, but this person could be a serious threat to her later on. At the very least, she deserves to have all the facts and make an informed choice, right? Also, you and your sister need to talk about your relationship and the guilt you feel. Please talk to each other. My guess is that she loves you a lot and would be horrified to lose you like this. Queen of Swords says, not the arsehole. Please tell your sister what is happening. This is not okay. Also, as someone who has a hand in raising my younger sister, I have more of a mum slash daughter relationship with. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. Yes, I gave up a lot, but the love and pride I feel for my sister is more than I ever could describe. It sounds like your sister may feel the same about you. Don't let this girlfriend tear that apart. Though Comma John says, not the asshole. You were six years old, so you couldn't really be expected to take care of yourself. I can see where the girlfriend is coming from, that because of society's expectation that women help the family, your sister might have felt obligated to help out. But it doesn't seem like that was actually the case, at least not from your perspective. One thing I might note is that your dad being gone 18 hours a day might have been avoidable, but I don't know enough to judge. Also, in general, if somebody says something but is worried about the conversation getting out, it's probably good to have at least a bit of doubt for what they are saying. It seems like the girlfriend might be a bit condescending and assume that your sister couldn't see past societal expectations or didn't want to talk with her about this. Opie replies saying, thank you for your response. My dad worked as a bodyguard and he usually stays at the house of the person who he guards and takes 24-hour pay. But after mum passed away, he took a contract where... He would do early morning, do just before midnight and switch out with a co-worker. He wanted to maximize work hours for money reasons. Just information to aid anyone's judgment if needed. And one more from Little Peanut Butter who says don't distance yourself from your sister. The girlfriend is the asshole for trying to come between you and your sister. Your sister stepped up to care for her and did extra because she loves you. If she was a victim, she never would have left to live her own life. She would still be caring for you and, and your dad. Girlfriend sounds very toxic and just a plain old arsehole. 
Not the asshole, and please tell your sister what kind of person the girlfriend is. Girlfriend sounds like she's trying to alienate her from everyone. So then, OP did update the post, which said, Thank you all for your advice. I collected evidence of my sister's girlfriend and the messages she sent me and was thinking about whether or not to show my sister. I talked to my father about it since it includes him too, and my father cried at the thought of his daughter being better off without him. But both my father and I both don't want to cut my sister out of our lives, and we thought we were selfish. My father has never cried except for when my mum died. He didn't cry when his parents died, but that day he cried, thinking about not having contact with his daughter. The second time in my life I've seen him cry. I finally showed my sister with my dad and she was shocked. She said she's never thought of it as a burden to care for me and she hugged me and we all had a family crying session as we reflected on the hardships and memory after my mother passed away. My father and I told my sister we don't mind what the girlfriend did and she should be with her if she's happy but my sister said it's run its course. Anyone who doesn't like my dad and me isn't right for her is what she said and that the three of us are a package deal. My sister broke it off with her girlfriend and her girlfriend unfortunately has nowhere to go since my girlfriend let her stay in her apartment so far without asking for rent. My sister blocked her on everything and so did I. Her girlfriend messaged me on a burner account saying she doesn't even care that I made her homeless but it's that I ruined my sister's love and that I'm homophobic. I showed my sister those messages and my sister laughed and told me to ignore any communication from her. My sister has assured me I didn't ruin their relationship and she would have been heartbroken if I or my dad distanced ourselves. She said she's proud of the man I grew up to be and she wouldn't change anything about the past. We both cried again. That's it. Thank you Reddit. And there was a couple of comments below that update that really jumped out to me and I think it summed up things pretty well. So let me know your thoughts on it but it says one was from heavy macron who says parentification is real and it's awful the sister's life probably was spoiled however it's never the fault of the child the parentified one was made to care for blaming the child in this case op is ridiculous and hurtful for no reason there's nothing the child could possibly have done to alleviate the situation even in the extremely uncommon case where their complete knowledge of the situation People who are lawfully minors have next to no control over their lives. And in a situation like this, there's no objectively good outcome. One parent passes away and the other is forced to work shatteringly long shifts in order to make ends meet, leaving one child to parent the other. It's no one's fault but the system's. Nutty Nuggety replies to that one saying, Children should not have to take care of children full time, but sometimes life happens. This was a loving family who had to deal with a tragedy and hard times. They were doing the best they could. The result, a family with a very loving and close bond. When kids are left to take care of their siblings because of lazy or uncaring parents, it is totally a different situation from this one. So glad the girlfriend is gone. Thanks to a loving family. But now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and seeing as you guys have been loving a cheeky little wholesome story every once in a while we're going to cover one or two right now if you'll join me of course so our first little one comes from edgar who says i've shared this story before but i'll never forget this experience when i was a kid we didn't have a lot of money so we often shopped at thrift stores 
What I loved about that was that you could get 10 books for a dollar. So I would plant myself in front of the book section and make a pile of which ones I wanted to get and then decide after I'd gone through them all. One day, an older lady saw me sitting with my piles and asked me if I liked to read. I told her I did and showed her a few of the books I'd found that I liked. She smiled and then pulled a dollar out of her purse, handed it to me and said, promise me that you'll keep reading. I was so happy and immediately stood up and said that I would. She smiled and walked away and I went back to my piles, able to pick out an extra 10 books to take home. It was just a small act of kindness for her, but for me, having a random stranger encourage my love of reading and making me promise to never stop definitely had a lot to do with my continued love of reading. This was probably 22 to 23 years ago, but I still think of her whenever I buy a new book. And one more from Outrageous Claims who says, was working at a store that sells electronics. A younger kid came in and said he needed a laptop for his new business. I said, what's the business? He said, it's just a clothing line, but all the jobs are given to people in recovery. And I said, that's very admirable. And I couldn't help get teary-eyed. And he said, has addiction touched your life? And I said, both my parents are addicts. He said, mine too. And then I said, do you want a hug? And then we hugged for like 20 seconds and both cried a little. I sold him a laptop, wished him well and felt really warm and fuzzy for the rest of the day. He was a good kid. Random hugs from people you don't expect are just the best. Obviously not for everyone. Some people don't like touching and all that sort of stuff. But one of the best hugs I've received, and I've explained it in a previous story, was when, is when I found out about one of my parents' illnesses and I was just stood in the office at my work and it was just me and my boss who was there. And, you know, he, I said, I've, I've got to go because of what's going on. And you could see that I was getting a bit teary-eyed about it. And he just said, do you want a hug? And this guy is like, he's just under seven foot. He's absolute giant. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I want a hug. And that moment, you know, it's like 10 seconds of hugging and three, four years on it, it doesn't leave my mind. It's always, you know, a random act of kindness that someone didn't have to do, but it changed things for me right in that moment, right when I needed it. And I don't think I'll ever forget that. Hopefully I won't. But let me know your thoughts on today's stories. Do you have your own wholesome stories? Would love to know them down in the comments below as always. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Your time is very important and for you to be spending it right here with me, getting involved, getting involved in the comments, being kind to one another is wonderful. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C. One, two, three. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.